Mesechta Soite Daf Mem Aleph Amud Aleph, page forty-one, side A. So the Gemara says, "Vayik." In the pasuk it says, "By Ezra, Vayikra Boi Lifnei Harachoyiv Asher Lifnei Shar Hamayim," and that he read in front of the street that was before the gate of the water. So we see from this that according to the Chachamim, uh, they did read in the Azara. So on this question, Amram Chizda, sort of Chizda said that we can answer that the Ibrahim intended that they were reading the Ezra's Noshim. Uh, and that's the same answer that we're going to, uh, that the Gemara used to, that it was in the courtyard of the Noshim, which wasn't consecrated. Further, the Mishnah said, further, we learned in the Mishnah, the Koyre, that the Koyan God would read in the section of Achrei Mois and Va'ach Ba'oser. So the Gemara asked, what do you mean? And I'll ask you a question. We learned that Bindalgin Binovi, that you are permitted for the one who does the Maftir and the Novi to jump from one portion to the other portion, one parsha to the other parsha, but the ain medalgin But in the Torah, we don't jump from one parsha to the other parsha. So how does the koyin gadol, uh, the Mishnah say, jump from the portion of achrei mois uh, to the portion of achba oser? Amar Abaye, Doctor Abaye says like This is not a question because kan. This that we learned that you cannot jump in the Torah is talking about a uh, jump which is takes so long turgimon. So that the one who translates would interrupt him and he can't uh, he would he would have to stop and wait for the time that they come to the other spot. That would be an embarrassment for the communities, for them to be quiet, to have to wait for the reader. But Khan, but over here in our Mishnah, we're talking about a small jump that is only So it would not cause the translator to translate the part that was already read. So while the translation of the last Pasek in Akhri Mois is being translated, the Koyin Godel will be rolling the Torah to the portion of Ahbe Osir, so that immediately when the translator finishes, the Koyin Godel continues to read in the new portion. In that type of a scenario, it is not embarrassing for the community, and one is permitted to uh, skip. Gemara asks, but on this mission we learned in the Braise, but on this Mishnah itself, it says in the Braise that you can uh, jump in the Novi, uh, go and you don't jump over in the Torah. So the Braise says, what medalgin? Up to what place can you jump over in the Novi? Also, it says, to the extent that the translator, the Turgumon, should not have to interrupt and wait. That is the extent 
even by the Navi that you are permitted to jump over. So from this we can derive Miklol, so we can derive from this, that in the Torah one is not even permitted to jump over, even if he doesn't cause the Turgamon to wait, uh, and he can start right the Turgamon. Because even by the Navi, that is the condition. So by the Torah, you're not allowed to even do that. Hello, Rabbi. Therefore, Rabbi comes up and says another answer, like Kashi. It's not a question. We have another answer. Because Khan in our Mishnah, we're talking about that he's jumping over from one section to the other section. It's one subject matter. Both of these portions talk about Yom Kippur. In such a case, one is permitted to jump if in this jump, there will not cause the Turgamon, the translator, to interrupt. But Khan, in the Braisen, which it explains that it is prohibited to jump over in the Torah at all, and in the Prophet is permitted to jump, in order that for the Turgamon not interrupt, he's talking about Bishnei in Yonim. In two separate matters, so he's jumping from one subject to another subject. So in that case, where one's heart is not drawn to listen to one item so he quickly uh, so one cannot quickly change quickly to go ahead and understand another subject he has to transfer from one concept from one subject to another concept so therefore like this by the Kriya which was uh, which purpose is to teach the people the laws of the Torah. We were worried that the one who listens will not listen to one Pasik and therefore a kilkel, uh, something uh, bad will come out, he might transgress and not fulfill because he didn't pay attention to that Pasik and therefore the Chachamim prohibited to jump from one subject to the other subject. So even if it doesn't uh, wait as long that the Turgamon, there's no disrespect to the Tzibur, still the Chachamim did not want to jump from one subject to the other subject. However, when we're dealing with the Navi, which there is no such a suspuri, so then it is permissible to jump from matter to matter, as long as there won't be no disrespect to the community, because the Turgamon will not need to interrupt, he will have a chance to start as soon as the Turgamon finishes translating, he can start from the second subject matter. We actually learn such a uh, in a Braise, like this answer that that you can go over in the Torah in one subject and in the Novi one can jump even in two subject matters. And by the Torah, the Navi were only permitted only so that the uh, Turgamon will not be interrupted. And in either case, but you cannot jump from one prophet to another book, from another prophet, because that would definitely confuse those who listen too much. But but in the prophets of that in Treyosar, which is the twelve Nafis together, you could jump, it's considered to be one. Conditional that he should not jump in a backwards way from the end of the Sefer to the beginning, 
and it has to go according to the order of the Sefer. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that he rolls the Torah, the Kohen Godel rolls the Torah up after he finishes the laning and he places it in his lap. And then he says, we learned in the Mishnah that more than I have read for you is written in here. And, and then he reads in the Chumash Bamidbar, Ba'osar, Chulu, he reads it by heart, orally. The Gemara explains, Why is it so important that he needs to declare this thing that Yosem Mashikoros Lefnechum Kosukan? So, it was in order not to take, make out a bad name on a Sefer Torah. Because people should not come to say that the portion that he's reading orally about Peh is not really written in Sefer Torah. It's a uh, Sefer Torah which has parts missing. So he has to make that declaration. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that in the section of Osir, which is in Bamidbar, the Kohen God reads orally. So the Gemara asks, why does he need to read orally? Let him roll the Sefer Torah to that section. And then he can read it from the inside. That one, that he cannot roll the Sefer Torah if he... Um, You don't roll a sefer Torah in the tzibur uh, in the public because of the respect out of the tzibur keeping everybody waiting. So the Gemara asks, but the latest sefer Torah let them bring another sefer Torah which is already rolled to the section of the osir, the likri, and let him read from the writing. In that case, you don't have to roll the sefer tzibur. Rabbi Huna, Rabbi Huda Rabbi says that the reason why we don't take out another Sefer Torah is is because we worry of the a blemish of the first Sefer Torah that people shouldn't say that there was a, a pasul, a blemish, uh, disqualification found in the first Sefer Torah and that's why they took out the Sefer Torah, second Sefer Torah so we don't want to take out a second Sefer Torah Reb Shimon ben Lakish Ahmad, Reb Shimon Lakish says, he answers that the reason we don't want to take out another Sefer Torah, for we do not make a blessing unnecessarily, because the Kohen Godel will then need to make a bracha also on the second Sefer Torah, and that would be an unnecessary bracha. So, bracha she'en So the Gemara asks on Rav Huna's question, answer, who says that we don't take out because we're afraid that people will say that the first Sefer Torah that is something wrong with it and that's why they take on the Sefer Torah so the Gemara asks do we then worry for a Pagam that if you take out two Sefer Torahs people will say that the first one is possible. But did not then Rabbi Yitzchak Navche say, he says that 
if Rish Chodesh of the month of Tevis that comes on Shabbos, so we have three uh, happenings, three occasions to read the Torah, one for Rish Chodesh, one for Hanukkah, and one for Shabbos. So he says, maybe Sholish Torah, he brings three Sefer Torah, and he reads, Achas one of the subject matter of the day, which is the regular the weekly portion, the Achas, and from the other one, you read the portion, the section Sholish Chodesh, that is for the beginning of the month of Rish Chodesh, the Achas, Bishel Hanukkah, and one you'll read the Hanukkah. So here we see that we don't worry that they will speak bad about the Sefer of the first Sefer Torah because we take out three of them the Gemara answers that it's different because over there we read three people in different Sefer Torahs and each person reads in another Sefer Torah in that case like a Pagoma there is no blemish for the first Sefer Torah but here Urchad Gavra is Betrei Sifra when there's one person reading in two Sfarim, and he doesn't read in the previous Sefer, he Pagama, that there is a chashash, we have a worry that people might come and say that the first Sefer is a Pagum, has a blemish. Then we learned in our Mishnah, he makes eight blessings after the Torah. That explains the blessings of the Kohen Gadol. It says, You make the first blessing of the eight will be Allah Toyro, which is the usual bracha of Hashem Nosan Lonu Teiras Emes, Kederech Shemivorchim Beveisa Knesses, in the same way as we bless in the Shul after reading of the Torah. Vial Ha'avoida. Then you say Then you make the bracha of Ritzei. You make the bracha of Moedim. You make the bracha of Ato V'chartonu. And then you say, Baruch Ato Hashem Melech Moichel V'soleich Lavi Nesenu. And these brachas, he makes in the blessings, Kisiknam, as their usual Nusach. Uh, and then he prays Allah Mikdosh Bifnei Atzmai separately for the Beis Hamikdash, and he says Zabochar Ba Mikdosh. And then Allah Kohanim Bifnei Atzmam he prays in a separate bracha for the Kohanim, and he concludes with the words of Aboicher Ba Kohanim. Then he makes a separate bracha to Tefillah for Al Yisrael Bifnei Atzmam, and he concludes with Aboicher Ba Yisrael. And then he goes Val Yerushalayim, and he prays for Bifnei Atzmam, and he concludes with Aboicher Yerushalayim. Then we learned in the Mishnah that uh, the Kohen Gadol makes an additional bracha which is called Vashor Tefillah. The rest is Tefillah. Ton Rabbonu. We learned in Abraisa explaining the Mishnah what means Vashor Tefillah. So the Abraisa uh, explains that it's one bracha that has in it Tchina, Rina, Uvakosha. A beseeching, a song, and a request. Sha'amcho Yisrael Tzrichim Livosha that your people, your nation, Israel, need to be helped. And then he completes that blessing with the words Shemei one who listens to prayers. So the Braitha continues, from this point and on, after the Koyim Godl completed reading the Parsha and the blessings, each one 
who finds himself there brings a sefer from his own home to the courtyard, the koyreboy, and he reads it. The kol kach lomo, and so much why? Why do we do so? Kedei laharis chazusoi l'rabim, in order to show the beautiful, the beauty of the sefer to the uh, public. Mishnah. Next Mishnah. Parashas HaMelech, the portion of the king that we learned earlier, it specifically said in Lashon Kodesh, Ketzad. What is the order and what is the time of saying it? On the Moitzi of the, the uh, end of the first day uh, of Sukkot, Bashmini, on the eighth year, Eighth year is Bimotsoi Shviz, which is on the end of the seventh year, uh, after the Shemitah year. Oisin Loi Bimoshaleiz Bazora. So they would make for the king a wooden platform in the courtyard. And he would sit on it. And that reading is, the Torah requires that. Shenemar, because the Posik says, Mikate Sheva Shonim, the Moyed Begoimer. So the Pasik says over there that after seven years in Bimoyed Tikras Atoira Zoyish Naked Kolisobos Nevigoimer, you should read the entire Torah in the ears of all Yin, etc. Chazanakness is the attendant of the uh, Knesses of the Shul of the synagogue, which was close to the Azora in the Harabai's Noitel Sefer Torah. He would take a sefer Torah and he would pass it to the head of the synagogue who was a level up of him. And the head of the synagogue he would give it to the second to the Koyim Godel, the Skan Koyim Godel who was on a higher level than the head of the Shul of this Knesses and the Knesses. And the Skan would give it to the high priest. The Koyin God would give it to the king. And the king would get up from his place, from a Kabul, and he would receive the Sefer Torah, the Koyre Yeshev. And he would read the Sefer Torah while sitting. So the Mishnah relates that Agrif has a Melech Omad Vikibel. He stood up from sitting and received the Sefer Torah. The Koyre Oymet. And he was reading while he was standing because of the honor of the Torah. And the Chachomim praised him for doing so. And when he reached in his reading, that you cannot place upon yourself a strange man. His eyes were dripping with tear because that verse disqualifies Agrifas from kingdom because Agrifas was a seed of Herodus who was a slave. So those who were present said to him, Don't worry, Agrippas, that we will uh, overthrow you, push you away from the kingdom. Because since your mother is Jewish, you are a brother, you are a brother. The Koyre and the king would read from the beginning of Eilat Vorim until the Shema Yisroel, 
which is in the portion of Eschanon. And then he would read the Shema, the portion of Shema, because the Shema has in it the acceptance, so they accept upon themselves the yoke of the heavenly kingdom. And then you skip until the section of Ahoyim Shemoya, which is in the portion in the center of Ekev. So there you should accept upon themselves the oil mitzvahs, the yoke of the mitzvahs. And then he would skip over and read in the section of Asir to Asir, which is in the portion of Re'e. And from there he would jump over and read in the section of Kisachale Lasir, which is in the section of Kisove. And the reason he reads these parshias is because that is the time of gathering in, and they are being uh, instructed and uh, reminded to give the gifts for the poor and to separate the Trumas and Maestros. Then he would go back and he would read Uforosh HaMelech So after doing Kisovoi, he goes back to the section of Shoftim, in which it says, Osimo Alay Melech. And then he would skip over and goes to Brochus Uchlolois, that is in the portion of Kisovoi, so that they should accept upon them the covenant of the yoke of Torah, until he finishes the entire Parsha. And the Brochus the, all the eight blessings that the Kohen Godel would bless after he reads the Yom Kippur, the king would also bless them after his reading. But he substitutes the bracha of Yom Tev, in the place of the blessing of Mechilas Oven, which the Kohen Godel would bless in Yom Kippur. The end of the Mishnah. We'll go to the Gemara. So we learned in the Mishnah that the king's reading is on the eighth day. It says Bashmini. So the Pashtus, the things, what does Bashmini mean? That means Shmini Atzeres. The Gemara asks, Bashmini Salkadaitoch? Can it then I mean, think that it means on Motsi Yom Tevarish and the Chag? Uh, it says in the Fairish it has to be on the Motsiyot Rishchak, not on the eighth day, not on Shminat Sedes. Eimo Bashminis means on the eighth year. Bashminis not on the eighth day, but on the eighth year. In the Torah it says that Mikhail Shavashonim, the Posse gives an elaborate description when we lay in this parsha. it says the end of seven years. The time of Shemitah, the Chag Asukas, and the Sukkah of Voikol Yisrael, Lidus is Pnei Hashem Alekecho, Bamokim Asher Yivchar Tikras Atoyla Azoyis Neged Kol Yisrael Bozneim. So when all the Jewish people come to see the face of God, your God, and the place that He chooses, then you should read this Torah in front of all the Jews in their ears. So the Gemara asks, V'chol Hani Lomeli, why do we need all these signs of the time for reading? And the Gemara explains that Tzricha, we need all of them. The Ikosav, Rachamana, if the Torah would have just written Miketz, it would have said just at the end of seven years, Miketz Shavashon, Havamino, then I would say, 
Nimnu Mehashlo, that they should count the seven years from now, from 40 years after going out of Mitzrayim, which is the time that they were commanded. And then they should read the Parshas HaMelech. Even though it doesn't take place at the seventh year of Shemitah, because they hadn't really counted Shemitahs only after 14 years of entrance into Eretz Yisrael. So therefore the Apostlech writes, Kos of Rachmano Shemitah, the Torah writes Shemitah, to tell us that this reading hinges on the year of Shemitah. Because of Rachman and if the Torah would have written Shemitah Havamina, then I would think that you read the Sof Shemitah at the end of Shemitah before the Rosh Hashanah of the eighth years. Because the Torah says Mikesha Mishonim is Mashma at the end of the year. Therefore, because Rachman and that the Torah done the time to teach us to tell us that this is at the time that follows the holiday that follows Shemitah. Then I would think maybe it's the beginning of the Yom Tev, which is Rosh Hashanah, which is also called a Moyed. Torah is just the festival of Sukkot. So let the Kos Rachmona Bechagas Sukkot. Torah would have just said on the festival of Sukkot, have Amina. Then I would have said I feel Yom Tev Achrin, even on the last day of Sukkot. Kos Rachmona. So that's what the Torah writes, Yisrael, that when they all come, that is, 